1: Hello, good evening and welcome to Resonance 104.4 FM and One Life Left, Britain's favourite video game radio show. I am Stee Curran. Hey, Stee Curran. Hi, I'm back. Welcome back. back. Welcome
0: back. Who it's been too long. Who are you? Stee Curran. Stee Curran. Who
1: are you both? I'm Simon Byron.
2: And I'm Anne Scantlebury.
1: Oh, that's perfect. I haven't heard your voices for ages. Where
2: have you been, Stee?
1: I've been in Norway. I've been in Denmark. I've been around the world, assuming the rest of the world is those two countries. Right, excellent. Did you have a nice time? Uh, it was absolutely brilliant. How was the time here missing me? I assume everything went badly.
0: Yeah, well, Anne did some sort of girls thing, um, which I didn't listen to, but I said that I did. Hashtag everyday sex. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I did listen to it. I thought it was very good. Um, and then we did a show last week. and It yeah, was excellent,
1: did. wasn't it? It was a good it show went last really week. Well. Really well. Although, I heard. I, I saw on Twitter. I saw the feedback from both shows. And it <laughs> seems like both of those shows were the highest <laughs> rated shows of the season. Yeah. Well, now we can beat that together, can't yeah. we? Let's assume that three is better than two. Is yes. better than good one. to have you back,
0: Steve. It was a slightly uh, frenetic show last week. It is. It's because we
2: use Skype. You. I was going to say, how did that go? It went okay, apart from when Simon was <laughs> trying to put the mics up when. We were in the middle of just chatting and trying to say goodbye. Um, other than that, it went really great. Yeah, it's good. we do again. Yeah, it was definitely. good.
0: Uh, really good just being able to call people up. Cara, it was great. It was yep. great to hear from her. So, so, if you want to be our friends, friend, friend us <laughs> <that's> on Skype. <laughs> just calling, calling. We've got some friends in, in the studio, though. Uh, we've got Alistair Evans from Laughing Jackal. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm not super. Thanks. Thanks so much for coming in. My pleasure. Um, Alice is doing a game uh, which I really, really, really like the look of, and we do a radio show, so uh, we have some sort of power to get them in. <laughs> playing, Ali, we'll be talking to you uh, later on, and uh, we're also jo- we're joined. That's the wrong verb, there, isn't it? Viewed, view- also view- being viewed <laughs> by um, a gentleman called Simon. Hello, Simon. Hello. Hello. How are you doing?
2: Good. Good. Ben. So you're
0: sitting in the corner. Why are you sitting in the corner today? Yeah, you have you been naughty?
2: You told me so. <laughs> do you remember?
1: Do you remember in the good old days in the old Resonance Studio when we used to occasionally have interns? Yeah. Right. And we once we once played a song with swearing in. And oh <laughs> yes. Yeah. You yeah. just
0: giggled. <laughs> those are those are the days. So you're our intern for the day, are you, Simon? Yes. Excellent. Okay, you. Can you pop out and get us a tin of stripy paint? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that is. Uh, just go out there and turn left. Just, just go and ask somebody or a um, fork handle, fork handle, <laughs> left-handed <laughs> screwdriver, that sort of thing. There. Uh, no, seriously, you're you're here to watch us do the show. Yes. Why? Why? Why would uh, you do that?
3: So that I can see how you do the show.
0: Okay. How do you think it's going so far? <laughs>
2: good. Good. Do you probably, like probably did... the bit where we're talking to a man who's off mic? Exactly. <laughs> <Sorry. to rooms.
0: laughs> did you like the bit where uh, literally just before we went on air, Steve was shouting, "Get out!" Other the people who were here and then, and then immediately went, oh, you're listening to One Life Left. Did you notice that? Yeah, there was... He's some sort of... He does that to us all the
2: time. That's absolute professionalism. As exactly. soon as the mics are up, we're on. Thanks, Anne. for on Monday the 20th of October. I'm Anne Scanthabry and this is the news critic Anita Sarkeesian was forced to cancel a talk at Utah State University following an anonymous email threatening the deadliest school shooting in American history if the talk went ahead. Security at the event was to be increased, but but because of Utah's open carry laws, police would not perform firearm searches. This follows a spate of harassment and threats against women in the games industry. In the UK, the House of Lords is to debate a bill next week that will increase the sentencing of people using the internet as a harassment tool to two years for the most severe cases.
0: What's been happening? (laughs) <laughs> this is terrible Simon. Is, is, is this within the last week? I, 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 crikey, it's been rumbling on, hasn't it? And yeah. it's, uh, it's been escalating. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, terrible, terrible business. It's really grim. All of that was grim.
2: Um, so, why did you pick it for the first reason? <laughs> because news it's store? also
0: important. Um, yeah, dreadful what's happened. Um, and then, yeah, the government's going to introduce two years. Yeah. What's the worst thing you've said on the internet to anybody?
2: Um... Oh, no, I know, t- I tend to take uh, the view that if you're not going to say anything nice, don't say anything at all, and maybe do a joke okay. instead.
0: Hmm. I argued with Alex Ward on the internet once when uh, I didn't think burnout was particularly good. And I remember um, arguing with somebody about Star Wars on the Edge forums once, Steve. And <laughs> did, didn't I, you get in trouble with a lady from Coronation Street as well? I did, yes, yes. I did. I, I made a joke about me having um, <laughs> having cancer.
2: <clears throat> this doesn't sound like a funny joke. It,
0: wasn't, it, was, it was funny, though, because it was so shocking. So. But, um, <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, she called me an idiot. I, but yeah. I didn't make a joke at her. Oh, no, you, did. no, mm. you right. didn't. No, right? So, so that's that's. And I learned my lesson. Isn't? You just, weren't
1: you, you weren't trolling, you were so you're safe. Idiot. It's interesting. Um, the there was all of that fuss on Twitter when that dude said he was going to blow up Nottingham Airport, right? And he got in trouble, didn't he? Yeah, he got in a lot of
2: trouble. He got in
1: trouble. Would this law affect that sort of thing, or is it just for people being mean on the internet?
2: Well, it's a miscommunications. Okay. Uh, well, it's something like that. Some one of those bills.
1: Uh, listeners will not it. have been able to see the way <laughs> Anne spoke out of the spoke out of the side of her mouth there and glanced sideways at Simon.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, not not certain. Um, I was, there was somebody on the radio being interviewed this Malicious morning about that's okay. it. what did this person do, um, but they went to prison for it for fifty six days for and then but then uh, on the. Um, Kotaku in action subreddit that I read oh very words. frequently. Why? I just, I just, just like to keep an eye, keep an eye on things. Steve, yeah, they would be so much better. Well, uh, this goes against the First Amendment. This does. Yeah. What? Apparently, mm. if that's the First the First Amendment, being able sure to troll. We... I'm not sure we have a
1: First Amendment here. No, well, they're, actually, but they're in America, aren't they?
0: Because they also carry guns. We must have a First Amendment because
1: presumably something has been amended oh, yeah. at some point. Yeah, I, wonder what that I wonder what it is. Like the first law that got amended here. Hmm. I bet it's something hmm. silly.
0: Uh Can't have a goat but yeah no apparently this um it's against free speech this sort
1: of thing oh, not Lord being able to cool. call... No. Uh, not yeah, exactly No free speech doesn't mean you have the freedom to be a jerk Exactly actually does it
4: Yes <laughs> <laughs>
2: CBBC is looking to exterminate the lack of coding skills in children. A new Doctor Who game voiced by Peter Capaldi that aims to teach kids basic coding skills has been announced. A PC version of the game will be free to download from the CBBC website on Wednesday the 22nd with a tablet version coming later in the year. As long as the developers don't confuse Doctor Who with Malcolm Tucker, everything should go just fine.
0: Oh, yeah, because he played Malcolm Tucker. I've never seen anybody reference that, Anne. Nobody's, ever done, that.
2: nobody's ever done it Imagine if he did that. Oh, uh, nobody's ever done it This is excellent. I saw
0: this this morning. Um, yeah. Remind me of the time that I worked on the Doctor Who adventure games. Uh, it's written by the same guy, Phil Ford. Yes. Um, so that's good. And uh, there's lots of this at the moment, teaching kids to code.
2: Well, It's, it's the future.
0: Um, I
2: believe that coding is the future.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, so um, I'm looking forward to playing around with that myself.
2: What? But you've already made a game.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I've uh, this, what, um, this is teaching you uh, other things, isn't it? Or things that would help me make a game.
2: Well, you just think that it will help you be better? Better than the kids? Exactly. You'll keep also, ahead of the game.
1: Also, Simon's read a story before, but it doesn't mean he doesn't like reading more stories but about Doctor exactly Who.
0: Exactly I was just about to say. <laughs> yeah. Steve, thanks for backing me up. Alistair, yeah. how, uh, did you see this news this morning?
5: Uh, I didn't, but I've seen similar rumblings of a like nature.
0: Is um, it, do, do you? Uh, it's a good thing getting kids to code, or, or, or would you prefer to be a professional game developer yourself? No,
5: I think everyone should be able to code. I some, agree. I think everyone probably can code to some degree.
0: Right, so. it's just getting them over the first hurdle, isn't it? I think it's great that the BBC is taking an initiative to do this. I've seen quite a few um, uh, web applications and board games teaching kids to uh, teaching them the logic. Um,
2: that's but that's social. not on. That's not on a computer. How can you teach a kid to do something that's going to be on a computer in a board game?
0: Because it's all about you know uh, structure and stuff. I've made a game, and you haven't, <laughs> so <laughs> so it's fine. <laughs>
2: Jade Raymond has left Ubisoft after 10 years with the company. Raymond decided to leave her position as studio head at Ubisoft Toronto to pursue new opportunities, explaining, The Toronto studio is strong and on a solid path. I'm confident that now is a good time for me to transition leadership of the studio to Alex and to pursue my other ambitions and new opportunities. The Alex she's talking about is Alexander Parizou, who will take the position of managing director. Good luck, Jade, and let's hope that you're not on the splinter cell blacklist when applying for new jobs. Joke
0: Transitioning uh, leadership That's a bit like Consciously uncoupling Is it? Ooh. Sounds it's, Yeah It seems a bit strange Euphemistic Yeah
2: But I mean that is I mean the leadership Is transitioning from one person To another It's a pretty accurate description
1: mm. It's also moving
2: Oh I'm moving leadership
1: Yeah or changing.
0: And is that Jade's, like, Is, is it, like? it do you have a crown at Ubisoft Toronto? Yeah. The way you go, well, I'm no longer, I'm going to transition this to your head. Yeah, they
2: have a ceremony. Why are you saying anything? that,
0: Simon? Just because she's a woman. <laughs> well, we, well yeah, sorry. I, the, uh, what I meant is, do they have a dress at Ubisoft Toronto? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag everyday sexism.
0: Um, do you think this will
1: make
2: a difference to their games, Anne? Uh Well, whoever's in charge is going to, should, I think, uh be able to put their stamp on things and be leading things in the right direction but obviously they're part of a, a broader company as a whole so th- you know the buck doesn't stop with the studio manager where does it stop um at it the top to st- it has to stop at the top <laughs>
1: right where's that
2: who owns it <laughs> <laughs> there's a ceo somewhere mr ubisoft mr ubi <laughs> uh yeah he's in charge
0: alistair how does it work at uh, laughing jackal how do you uh transition where leadership does bu- who's got the crown who
5: has the buck uh, our director's got the crown, but okay. it doesn't really transition. It sort of just stays. So,
0: what's what's the name of this director?
5: I, Shackle. Uh, Sorry,
0: Carled. Carled, and yeah. you say that it doesn't really transition. Is that because you, is that something you'd like to happen?
5: Um, not really. Okay, I'm more interested in just sort of getting on with it and not worrying about all that. Doing stuff. the job. Yeah, yeah. Just get on with <laughs> it. doing my job.
0: Okay, good. Exactly. Right. So that so uh, Jade won't be turning up there then.
2: Uh, no. So she's gonna have to find somewhere else to go. <laughs> Something a spare else to do days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where would you find such a thing? Who's 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 looking for a, a leader at the moment? Interesting, interesting. Are we? No, 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 we've... we've I'm, I'm back. back. Steve got wrestled that crowd quickly <laughs> off us again, didn't he?
2: Google has announced the Nexus Player, a $99 Android console. It's a very small box that will let you play games and stream that media you like. It will have 8 gigabytes in storage, one gigabyte of RAM, and an incredible 1.8GHz quad-core <laughs> processor. Shut everything down, this is incredible! There'll be a microphone for voice controls, and you can buy a controller for non-voice controls. It's out in North America on the 3rd of November. You should probably leave your family, buy four of these, and you'll be happy for the rest of your life.
1: Hallelujah.
2: (laughs) Hallelujah.
0: (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's a um, mariachi joke. You yep. can hear that at our next <laughs> Thursday on the nineteenth of November,
0: which is a Wednesday.
1: How do we think? How
0: do we feel? that How do we think that that news went down at H HQ? <laughs> that we were singing that? <laughs> that they their crowns sure. fell off, didn't
1: they? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Simon, this sounds
0: like one of those sort of things you It does, doesn't buy. it? It does. And do you know what? I was surprised by uh, not being that interested in it. But it's, it's only
2: ninety nine dollars. Like, yeah, I know. What's that in? That'll be a that hundred
0: pounds. It oh, will yeah, be, yeah, yeah. I would have thought, when you take it. It's that only £100.
2: Sort of. Yeah,
0: but it doesn't do anything that I can't already do.
2: Yeah, but that's what you like, isn't it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not, I've not got... The, so the Kindle Fire TV's out this week as well, isn't it? Are you yeah. going to do a new story about that, Anna, or are you in I mean, that, bed with Google? That
2: sounds TV. <laughs> like. That says TV in it. Well, this yeah, is what the, well yeah, con- that's essentially what the Nexus Player is. Yeah, but this says is. console, and that is well, it more games player. than TV.
0: The Nexus Fire is a console.
2: Yeah, that's... Oh, is it? Oh. Sorry,
0: and oh. no. The Kindle, Kindle Fire, Fire. Kindle, uh, that's a phone. It connects to a TV. Yeah, that's it goes. The yeah, Is it's it? the same like, thing. Like it's got a controller. But I
2: have, I have talked about it in the past. Have you? We, when it was, you can't
0: remember. when it was announced,
2: Yeah, when it was announced, right. I don't talk about it after the event, Simon. Yeah, I, I um.
0: Yeah, I don't... I mean, I, I play my Android games on my phone uh, with my hands. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to be doing that on a television, I guess. I, was, I mean, I thought for a moment, I was like, oh, yeah, because you can buy uh, Vice City and San Andreas now on Android, and they have, go, imagine being able to play that on your TV. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been able to do that for years, like literally years. But this
2: has voice control. Mm-hmm.
0: Not in San Andreas, it doesn't.
2: No, but this has voice control. Right. If you keep
0: saying this, <laughs> how do I turn you off?
2: I don't have voice control. <laughs> And finally, with Halloween just around the corner, developer Flying Mollusk has figured out the very best way to scare you that isn't standing outside your house, tapping on your window with a pair of scissors. Nevermind is an experimental horror game that uses biofeedback-like heart rate to see how scared you're getting. The more you panic, the scarier it gets. There's already a PC version, but if the developer's Kickstarter is successful, it'll come to other platforms. One Life Left has serious concerns that biofeedback is a made-up thing and that this game is actually run by ghosts. (laughs)
0: Do do we?
2: Yeah. Oh, no, don't worry. We'll check your heart rate. We'll make it scarier, scarier if you panic. Right, no, you won't. You're glad, controlling it from the inside. i glad
1: One Life Left now has official policy on,
0: on ghosts. <laughs> we're, we're frightened of
1: them.
2: Is that why the Nintendo finger
0: measure thing didn't come ghosts. out then? Ghosts. Yeah. Ghosts.
2: It, uh, that was a poltergeist just squeezing right. your finger lightly.
0: Have you played Alien Isolation, Simon?
2: I have, yes. Mm. Yes, I
1: have. Because I, I've read a lot of people having a good time with that right. game. It sounds sounds um, sounds
0: excellent. If you like being terrified. Well, that's interesting. Um, I've only played the first hour of it. Um, at the moment, it's, it's essentially gone home. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's just walking around a space station. I
2: really like that. No, yeah. Is I, I'm it sure slightly you... creepy, though?
0: Well, uh, I, mean, I mean, I mean, so it's a very different type of game. I understand and It takes a while to build attention, So I'm being slightly facetious, but yeah, I, but I haven't seen an alien yet. Idiot. <laughs> did you no? see no, one in cause... gone home? No, exactly. So, so that's what I mean. It's oh, like so gone got home. That ending. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah but then and then, and uh, so I, I will persevere with it and I'm also going to I'm also suddenly become interested in the evil within as well which is more standard uh, scares I think I don't think it's, it's as clever as alien isolation it just
1: doesn't but. sound like a very pleasant experience playing a game involving that sort of thing which knows when I'm panicking and, yeah, yeah. and really puts the boot in do you remember
2: in. when we played Outlaws well, Yeah, I've still
1: got some gifts of that
2: oh my goodness that literally nearly not literally scared the life <sighs> out of me mm. I'm still alive mm, you are but there was nearly a ghost It was terrifying. It was terrifying. I screamed... How do they know how to make you that scared? But, and, but
0: I mean, that's why I slightly question this mechanic. It's like having characters that, when they get injured injured in game, they you slow they they slow down. So you, yeah. and you're like, okay, well that that's not. I mean, that's realistic, but it's not fun. And, and if you're if you're already scared, why do you want to like? Mm. It, it should ease off the scares for you.
1: And there's that PT game yeah. as well, oh, yeah, that's which which every, yeah, everyone keeps saying. I, I was away when that was released, and everyone's oh, you've got to play it's really really terrifying. I just saw people talking gamescom. Moment. But when I came back, mm. I couldn't find it.
0: Mm. And I I thought, it was well, under your bed. No,
1: maybe that's <laughs> the, it. The call was just... coming from in
0: your, in your house. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be playing spelunking. Yeah. It'll just creep up exactly. on me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, it's, uh, that's well worth playing if you hate if, if you hate, <laughs> if you hate <laughs> being alive. Yeah. Thanks, man. One life
5: left. Video game news with very, Scamperberry.
1: listening to One Life Left live on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is Open Spaces by Weave of K. It's from chipmusic.org. And as I speak, something magical is happening in the One Life Left Resonance FM studio. Simon and Anne are playing with a new piece of technology. It's something that One Life Left came into possession of at last Thursday, our mariachi nights. What is it, Anne?
2: Uh, it's a selfie stick, Steve. <laughs> it's fantastic. This. Push that button. Push, that button. push oh, the middle one. one. No, that no, one.
1: No, 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 so, oh, yeah. a selfie stick is a. <laughs> it's a, a long metal rod <laughs> which, uh, which enables Simon to take a selfie of him and Anne at some distance. And yeah. uh, we'll be putting that on the One Life Life Facebook
2: Oh, we will. We will. <laughs> we actually
0: yes, um, combine that with one of our favourite jokes, which is holding a phone in someone's face and then taking the picture of them. So, <laughs> so, so that was a close-up of you.
1: That's, that's lovely. I, I like it a lot.
2: We are multimedia, transmedia, cross-platform.
1: It's going online immediately. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, well, I'll be, uh, while you conduct this interview, I'll be uh, going on Twitter and deleting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alistair, how's it going?
1: It's great, thank you, so
0: far. G- uh, so, um, I first came across you when I read about you on Digital Spy, I believe it was. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, tell us about yourself. Well, me personally? Yes, start with you and then we'll move on to... Uh...
2: <laughs> where did you grow up?
0: Yes. I grew up in Shropshire. Favourite colour? Uh,
5: Midnight Navy. Is it now? Very specific. That is okay specific. Uh, <laughs> qualifications? Pfft, sundry, not not much. Siblings? Uh, four. Who do you hate in the games industry? Um, mostly myself.
2: Oh. oh. Is this going <laughs> to turn into therapy?
5: It may do. Uh, so you are from Laughing Jackal
0: and you're making an excellent game, aren't you? Tell us about that.
5: Yeah, we're making a game called Flame Over, which someone on Twitter cleverly titled a Pyroguelike. Right. So it's a firefighting game. You control a little dude called Blaze Carruthers and you marching around lots of little environments from a top-down view in 3D, putting out fires that spread dynamically around randomly generated levels, basically. Cool. So um, what,
0: what's the inspiration for it?
5: Um, it's it's kind of, at a, at a sort of DNA basic level, it's kind of inspired by Spelunky and Roguelikes generally, so like a four-theme, four-level structure. Right. But in terms of the gameplay itself... Um, I used to like the firemen and some other firefighting games. And I was I was subjected to a fire safety <laughs> seminar. Right. I sort of not volunteered, but sort of is this, passively.
0: It, it, is this like those driving courses you, you get on when you speed? And, they're, and they're basically yeah, you set fire no, yeah, to no. something
5: and... Uh, I guess I've got a reputation for being one of those people who just says yes to things. So uh, I was... Opted into being a fire marshal Mostly right. because I got a jacket that said Marshal on Excellent. it So I thought it was quite handy For paintballing maybe okay. <laughs> But um Yeah So I had to sit through this thing And uh As I was sat there Looking at Looking at a video about the chemistry of fire I thought This might be kind of an interesting Thing to try and Create in a game. Plus, I was playing a lot of roguelikes at the time.
0: So it's it, it's a roguelike in that you, uh, that you randomly create. Uh, four is it four stories? Four. four uh, so there's sixteen built, levels. 16, so
5: right. every four levels, it changes theme to a different environment. Okay. And then
0: off you go. And uh, when you die it's permanent death?
5: Yeah. Start from scratch every time. But it's, you can do. Um, you can start from sort of each checkpoint. But okay. The only way to uh, log a sort of speedrun or whatever is to go all the way from the start.
2: Can you come back as a ghost? <laughs>
5: You can't. There is kind of a supernatural element. There's a little a little Grim Reaper who, when you run out of time, uh, he chases you around. He doesn't get burnt by fires so and doesn't worry about things like collision, So he just comes straight through everything. And if he touches you, that's it. Um,
0: it's on uh, Vita. That's the version I had. Very quick. Yeah. Go on upstairs. Is it on any of the other PlayStation consoles?
5: Yeah, it's going to be on PS4. Okay. Um, early next year, and hopefully on Steam
0: after that. What do you think? Um the appeal of it is because uh, you were showing it at the Eurogamer Expo, right? And, yep. and and it and it came from nowhere. I, I think like that was the first time that you showed it publicly, was it?
5: Yeah, yeah. And, oh well, no, we were at Gamescom, tell a lie, sorry. Okay. Yeah.
0: And it, but every every write up I saw about it was was absolutely glowing. Oh, thank you. So, um, what, <laughs> what, Simon yeah. wrote them all. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think the appeal of it of it specifically is? I mean, I think it's just. <laughs>
5: Oh, I can't claim any great insight, but having just stood back and kind of watched people walking past, we showed, I mean, although it's on Vita, we t- we had a um, PC at the show, okay. just because it's a shop window, right? If, it, yeah. if people are walking past trying to sort of look over your shoulder, yeah, yeah. it's not so, not so clever. So because it's in Unity, we just ran a PC version. People walk past, they see an action game, they see fire, and yeah. they can see it sort of spreading around and jumping around and doing crazy stuff, fireballs and stuff. I think they just go, oh yeah, I get that. Right. Why haven't there been more games like this? That was
0: exactly my thought. And and just playing upstairs, I, I love the way that the fire spreads and you you sort of feel as if you've dealt with it. And if you leave a tiny little bit, then it will come back. Yeah. And uh, yeah, abs- absolutely wonderful. I, saw, I, I I wish you'd, um, you'd hurry up, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I was looking at your website earlier on today. I didn't realise how many games you'd done. Yeah, it was made as... About a dozen, I think Yeah, yeah and, and <laughs> they're all um, on the Sony consoles or Sony Mobile, aren't they? Uh, in our very early
5: history, we did a couple of DS games Oh, did you? Um, they were like pretty simple, like mini-game type things, really Just okay. like cutting our teeth Right And then we decided to get going and made our first sort of independent game on the minis program What was that? It was Cubics, Right Yeah, which was like Kicks, but yeah. a cube
1: Okay
0: and the, <laughs> I, I see yeah simple we don't get very many people that that talk specifically about sony mobile is that i mean how how is that as a as a format in inverted commas
5: um i think it's a good sort of gateway format i mean we were we were on the minis thing so ps mobile kind of grew out of that i i think yeah um but yeah we did a, we did like 11 minis i think right so i don't really know that much about mobile. we just we just sort of converted two of our games onto ps mobile
0: okay yeah. how, how, how did they do
5: Not great, but I think they were well received. And the minis was, um, yeah, the real. uh, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to think of a clever word, a starting point. Okay. I don't know, but I can't. It's gone. Right, (laughs) beginning. Yeah, yeah. That's a bit dull, isn't it? That'll be. (laughs) Oh, thanks. (laughs) First week back.
0: (laughs) That's right. You'll get there. Uh, And so, life on the Vita. um, how How do you think that's that's doing as a format at the moment?
5: I think it is becoming a very interesting place to be, especially for indie devs, because the there is really no um, barrier for entry anymore. And it's kind of un, well, PlayStation consoles generally are kind of unique in that respect. Now, I think you can get like a legitimacy. Like if you've done a game on a console, people think, ah, oh, they must be sort of proper,
0: right? Right. <laughs> so, I mean, um, that's the, that's something that even even Mike, Mike Bithel has said, isn't it? That that it was um, up until it, like Thomas was alone was in a box, even though it was yeah. on a box. Like it wasn't really a, it,
5: it,
0: on a box, but um, but yeah, that's 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 when people sort of yeah, took some sort of it.
5: external gatekeeper that gives it a bit of a, a sheen, and you know Sony have been ultra supportive. I can't say enough good about them, really. Yeah. They've got us. Yeah, what are we now? Twelve games in on or thirteen games? Loyal.
0: Yeah, why not? Quite yeah, right. They're cool guys. <laughs> Good yeah, inauguration. Um, and uh, again, I'm not sure if you've announced this sort of stuff yet, but uh, is it will it be cross by cross save cross play? Um,
5: I don't think there's that much requirement for a roguelike to be cross play okay. or save, but right. we're looking at cross by. Okay. Yeah.
0: Excellent.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm really interested in. Um, your inspiration, uh, going on a fire marshal course. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you a first aider as well?
5: I have been, yeah.
2: Yeah, would that inspire you? Um,
5: yeah, I guess it could do. Not. I don't know if... if one of the things that actually came out of um, EGX, lots of the people there were saying, oh, wouldn't it be cool if there was like a multiplayer, like a local multiplayer version of the game, and straight away I like, ran off in my head with like... One guy on, like, the hose, one guy on the extinguisher, one guy as, like, a medic. Or was, like, a supportive role, and maybe they could all sort of work together. To... So you've just announced a sequel.
1: Thanks very much. That's a One <laughs> Life Left yeah.
5: exclusive. Yeah, and something Excellent. with fire engines would be nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Rudiment. Okay. In- induction. Infancy. Right. Excellent. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. They're all up here. Starting point. Rise. Root. Starting origination. Point. Threshold. Genesis.
0: Great. I mean, I, I mean, it, uh, hearing that now, Alistair it's, it's no surprise that you've not listened to the show before. <laughs> no, I mean, often, Steve will just will just read definitions out sometimes, and you know, and, and that's why we don't win games media awards. Blast off! Thanks very much. <laughs> to, uh, where can we where can we follow progress of the game? Um, you
5: can either follow us on Twitter. It's at laughing underscore jackal. Some one had already taken laughing jackal. Who did? Some guy, let's in America. burn them. Mm. Um, you can,
1: I would be in favour of putting
5: them out we, we, as a yeah. PR <laughs> exercise.
2: And also as a fire marshal. <laughs> exactly, okay. yeah.
1: So, thanks for that. Um, something exciting's going to happen now. Yeah, what? I'm going to play a feature. Yep. It's not just any feature, Ooh. it's something, something super special. Ready? Yes.
3: The recent closure of my game shop neighbour Playtime video games has made me feel a bit nostalgic for things that have gone. So here I am doing an FME again. It also gave me the delightful inspiration to talk about game shops in the past here in Doncaster over several of these productions. Which may or not be a good idea, I've yet to find out. Could indeed turn out to be one of those things that seemed like a good idea at the time. After all, I'm basically going to be gooey eyed and nostalgic about things none of you have any kind of memory of. Anyway, I might as well start with Playtime, who have just closed. The small independent game shop of the modern era that I encountered in pre-Free Market Economist days. Somewhere near the end of the PS1 era. A nice clean and modern shop, standout characteristics included having reasonable prices, a few interesting import games, and completely lovely friendly staff. The shop seemed to a little in the mid-360 era and tried reinventing itself by having a short-lived LAN gaming room upstairs. Several other reconfigurings of the layout and products found that they couldn't compete once CEX moved into town. CEX offering trading prices largely the same as Playtime's brand new selling price undoubtedly made it difficult to attract custom. Anyway, I've not really got any more time, so I'll say that the non-brash and calm presentation that Playtime always offered will be sadly missed. Anyway, I'm Derek Williams, and for a limited time only... My free market economy is back.
1: Who was that?
3: Please don't write him and say I should go away again.
1: Was he talking to you then? Is he live?
0: (laughs) Where did he come from, Derek? Welcome back.
1: Live from Doncaster. It was Derek Williams and his free market, free markets economy. It's been Mm, too long. We were so
0: astonished by his return. How did he open? it? Did he say that something has closed down in Doncaster, and that's? You weren't even listening. Well, no, because anyway, I was so astonished that Derek was coming, Derek was back.
1: You can go back and listen to the podcast, which will be available soon at www.onelifeleft.com. Normally, I don't say the URL, do I?
0: No, you don't. So well, I so I thought you handled that very well. Unfortunately, Congratulations.
1: Unfortunately, this time, uh, Anne.
2: What? So, Sorry, what am I supposed to?
0: Yeah, she's she's also not listening because she's
1: got a selfie. She was stick. taking a selfie.
4: So. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, so
0: is that just a one-off or is it a permanent thing? I don't know. We'll see, won't we? I can't wait. Steve. It- I cannot wait. <laughs> Email
4: messages and forward
2: BCC. One life letters. Can we get um? Carly Brooker in and ask if taking a selfie is a game
1: you can yeah go, yep, yeah, good go for it if Twitter
2: yeah. can be a game I reckon taking a selfie can be too I like
1: how after nine years she's still asking permission bless you hashtag everyday sexism
2: talking of hashtag everyday sexism
1: we have an email from Max Adams I know that name Maxwell Adams to give him his full name subject line I am delighted with you
2: what what?
1: You'll remember a few weeks ago we got an email entitled, <laughs> I am disgusted, disgusted with yeah. you. Um, so Maxwell says, the conversation about hashtag Gilmore Girls, Gorman guest, Gamergate, on your recent podcast was exactly the sort of thing that people need to hear. There was no hyperbole, no hatred, just an open discussion of the problems out there and how we might start to address them. Seems like every gaming website has decided to just ignore this whole thing until it goes away. And this attitude isn't helping anything. We need to have a useful conversation about this. And you are now among the few who are at least trying. At least, we try, are at nothing least nothing trying. if not
0: trying. We are, are we? we
1: are we are triers at heart, are we? <laughs> yes, we are. Very I have to check
0: trying. to see um just to make sure that um that was the same person who wrote in, who was disgusted with us, mm. and he was. Mm. I'm
2: glad we turned some Maxwell
0: good work. around, didn't we? I was we also, did. I also um, do wish that he would have dated which show he was listening to, because um. it may have been last week's. it may have been before then, might it? It might have been yours, Anne. Yeah, probably. All the honeys. All-
2: <laughs> Stephen, we do not refer to them as honeys. We refer to them as women who are professionals.
0: I refer to Simon as a honey. Exactly, Anne. Stop being sexist. Why can't Simon be a honey? <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. take a look at the selfies. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's obvious. Um, yeah, it, although this week, this week's other game against news is that people are actually um, coming out and standing up for it now, uh, or sorry, or against it, I should say. Don't stand I up. I do get confused.
2: Yeah. We are it's against It's when you it. stand up, it's not standing up for cancer. You're not raising money <laughs> for cancer. Right. You're raising money against it. I
1: did wonder. Yeah. Well, that's why that woman
0: from Coronation got furious at
1: you.
2: You just said it wrong Simon.
0: Right okay fair enough Um, Yeah so uh, lots of websites um, have been uh, mentioning it this week and so yeah do 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 we think it will still be around next week Anne?
2: Yeah. yeah, will yeah. we have um,
0: a news story on it next week?
2: I hope not. I hope that if and only more- there was some
0: way of you not doing a story <laughs> on it. Then well,
2: Anne. if there continues being like terrible, very uh, newsworthy things happening, uh, we will keep talking about it. I hope that hmm. it. You, it sort of dies out.
1: Did you read Parco's article?
2: I did. The New Yorker piece. I did. It was excellent. I
0: thought it was excellent. I thought it was excellent as well. Although I do find it strange the way that Parco, when he's publicising stuff, what he's written, he 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 pulls
2: quotes out. Oh, he like his own it's quotes. <laughs> he quotes him exactly. Ooh, quote that, my... no, because you know that when he's writing he's going, That's a good one. That's, That's a good, good. Oh, I'll, I'll whip I'll
0: that one I'll stick that in the Twitters.
2: <laughs> yeah, it just seemed
0: odd. like you shouldn't pull your own quotes out. I don't Why not? <laughs>
2: Be proud of what you write, son. Some people are proud of their work.
0: I guess so. Be weird, wouldn't it? To do something good. Yeah. <laughs> James Brophy yeah. wrote Dear team, especially Steve, I love $10 Aww. indie games, short blasts of fun that get to the fun ideas quickly. So much so that I rarely buy a full price game at launch anymore. Full price triple-eight games, uh, for lack of a better term, are so often padded and filled with backtracking and story extension. For instance, moments where you walk to an exit only to have the exit suddenly blocked and then you have to spend half an hour or more navigating around this cheap artificial delay. Mm-hmm. Bioshock is very guilty of that. Or we'll collectible objects. So many games are just rendered into nonsense by having totally arbitrary collectible objects. Enslaved! Odyssey to the West is a great game, totally broken by having to wander and collect baubles. Something I'd long wanted to see is games re-released with all this guff removed. It's become quite common practice now to separate out DLC content from modern games and offer them as standalone experiences. Far Cry, Assassin's Creed and Saints Row have all done this. I find I'm buying way more of these samples of games than in the main game themselves. So my question to you is... Am I odd to like the smaller game more than the bigger one? Or is the smaller, cheaper indie star release going to become more common from large studios and franchises? Much love and thanks for years of laughter. I have been saying for
1: years that games should be two hours long, max, and should be able to tell those stories in two hours, and the joy should come from replaying those stories and emphasising the game world's interactivity, making the experience different every time. Uh, Clearly... Uh, that has resonated which by Pearson is so <laughs> successful clearly that's not true like some games I'm sure there is uh, there certainly is a market for long experiences teenagers in particular with lots of time to kill can afford to put 80 hours into a Final Fantasy game I cannot and I love getting that sort of resolution within a few hours all of the games that I play pretty much these days are digital download games uh, on PSM. Yep. Same. Yeah.
0: And also that might explain some of the appeal of these these roguelikes, you know, the sort of snappier burst that so you can have a complete yeah. game experience very quickly, assuming that you're good at it. I'm terrible at Spelunky.
5: Yeah, I've, I'm never going to finish Spelunky, but I just think it's fun to, like, figure out what's going on. And, like, you know, really old-fashioned roguelikes where you have to drink a potion of <laughs> Burke or mm-hmm. something and you think, what is this? And it might be acid or it might be something nice.
0: Yeah. You just don't know. I love all that stuff. Yeah, no, definitely. I I wonder whether it's... um whether these releases, like, so would you count Far Cry Blood Dragon as a game like this? Lower price? Short, I mean, I, 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 I I've bought not played it, obviously, it. but I've not played it. I've
1: heard oh, nothing but good things about that yeah. game as well. It's pretty um, funny. You know, that it, it appeals to sort of, because a lot of the reference points appeal to a slightly older generation, and because it's shorter and fun, it, it fits that audience better. I,
0: th- I think we're also about to see a trend, though. Look at something like... Um, uh, Far Cry 4, which looks amazing, right? But uh, a lot of the preview coverage that came out this week was um, people discussing how identical it is to Far Cry 3. It's just on a it's on a different it's on a different location, and it's got elephants in it, right? And apparently that is literally the only difference. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but isn't
1: isn't that okay? And isn't that how you know? how people playing Call of Duty 3 want more <laughs> yeah, of the same more, yeah, Call of yeah, Duty yeah, 4. Yeah, they want yeah, different maps yeah. and different weapons, but it's effectively the same game, and I assume that that's basically the same with Far Cry as well. Yeah, I mean,
0: and far, I don't far Cry, I think it's spectacular.
1: You know, there's, I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with that. Um, but at some point, your audience gets bored and moves on to different things in the same way as they did with, uh, you know, the tragically short-lived Police Academy series. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> I think... I've, I've, I've long suspected that Ubisoft are... Converging all of their games into
0: one thing. I've off- I've thought that as well. In fact, you may have, um, if you'd listened to the show before, you would have heard me say that. <laughs> oh, I'm during sorry, sorry our, our, our GDC uh, <laughs> specials. You know, I absolutely—they they are. They all—they're all becoming each other, aren't they? They're yeah, all yeah. borrowing bits of it. And and actually, I've—I mean, I think for the Splinter Cell series in particular, where I felt that was most obvious, I think it's really benefited the game. The idea yeah, that yeah. You're, you're giving different abilities to a character that is, you know, up until then not shown such maneuver and the daily challenges and all of that sort of stuff, I think they've definitely hit on a, on a model that can be applied to different games.
1: But it's at the same time, that um, homogenization of video games, particularly within Ubisoft, has killed
0: uh, Ghost Recon as the game that we loved, right? Oh, no, but have you seen uh, Ghost Recon Siege? Tom no. Clancy's Siege coming? No. Oh my god. Is it? it, it? looks phenomenal. Yeah, but, but is it? Is it what so we some want? Of you, yes. Some of you play terrorist guarding the hostage in a big house <laughs> and the others, are you guys it's
5: Rainbow Six, isn't
0: it? Sorry, yes. <laughs> sorry. Uh, oh, sorry, Rainbow Six of Siege. Yes, yeah, sorry. It's no, right. the same thing, uh, but similar. I think it's a similar game in that in that you have defined objectives, uh, different ways of doing it. it, it uh, I read it and thought, okay, well, this is at least going back towards the sort of thing. Because mm. what what we what you and I do not want is Destiny or you know that stuff. Well, what,
1: what, what we want, what I want, particularly it's, is a hundred percent co-op.
0: Yes. Like, I I don't want to be playing against anybody. Oh, and so I'm almost... So you will be able to play against computer hot, uh, I'm in. terrorists. I'm in. Okay. Okay. Good.
2: Thank goodness that the industry has listened to you, Steve, <laughs> yeah, no. and is giving you exactly what you want.
1: Yeah, thanks for the letter as well. Yes. Uh,
2: hello, you three, possibly four, possibly more lovely people. My girlfriend and I have recently taken to playing games together of an evening. By this, I mean we're playing Hatterful Boyfriend, making decisions by committee, or gone home with me driving and her navigating. Uh, can you think of games that, for want of a better word, gamers and non-gamers can enjoy together? Pip-pip, Robert.
0: Yes. Yes, me too. ho ho
1: Okay. I think is the, one of the best video games I've played recently for not playing for just people sitting around watching as someone else stares around the universe and says try this, do this, uh, solve problems had a really good time on uh, Saturday night doing that and a couple of weeks before that as well, uh, I totally recommend it to everyone I, I think it's a phenomenal piece of
0: work uh, well, we at uh, the weekend. Uh, I was playing Alien Isolation whilst my wife was watching, and we often do that with scary games. So, really? Uh, yeah. So uh, those. Is that, games is that to give you an excuse to hug? <laughs> it's like, uh, <laughs> we don't, don't need. need hold me. We don't need an excuse. Yeah, of course you
1: don't. Um, I
2: uh, I was talking about this at the weekend, and I have in the past. Uh, oh, right, had, so
0: for the benefit of those like yeah, listeners.
2: Yeah. Just bring you bring you in on my conversations. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I uh, had played uh, La Noir, where I didn't play it. I watched it and went. Oh, Oh, go over there. Look in that. No, she twitched. It was definitely her. She did like.
0: Uh, that's mm. sexist. Yeah.
2: There were female characters in it as well, Simon.
0: Okay, uh, but why why her specifically? You know, men can twitch as well. <laughs> was she <a> honey,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Alistair?
0: Yes. Any games you like to play with a partner? Mmm. Not really.
5: We're quite opposite, so. Oh, um, hmm. Professor Layton was a good one, where we sort of chip in together but um, yeah I mostly play games alone right I'm sad to say <laughs> no no it's fine <laughs> yeah
0: good thanks for letters guys uh, did we say who that was from from uh,
2: yeah that was from, from Weasel Spoon right,
0: okay well you know for the benefit of those that weren't Sorry. hanging out with you at the weekend Robert
2: Wells right
0: yeah. thanks for letters uh, please do keep them coming
2: uh, team at dot <laughs>
4: Hello, I'm Sega Badawi and welcome to One Life Left, local news. The Irish entrepreneur, philanthropist and occasional singer, Atlas from Bioshock, has apologised for inserting his latest plasmids into people's homes. Apparently, Atlas and the Adam's Apple Corporation felt that the public would find the ability to rattle and hum useful. Householders were angry that these skills were provided and could not be removed from their consoles. They also said that Atlas's plasmids were not as good as they used to be, like when he gave them the elevation skill. We put the allegations to Atlas, and he apologised, saying he didn't realise that it would offend people. He also denied the accusation that he had offshored his business for tax purposes, and said that for legal reasons, he was now based undershore, which actually saved him even more money. Thanks, and back to your usual programming.
6: Chapter 96.
1: Re- You're listening to one Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM, and for a moment there, you heard a brief preview of what's coming up next. We were just talking about Nottingham, weren't we? As we like to, as we like to do. Not in uh, relation to the tweet we received just now from Ben Hall, which said, "Robin Hood Airport, right, <laughs> <laughs> is not in Nottingham. It's in Doncaster." Sorry, Wait, Ben. Wait, did he say Sorry, Doncaster? Ben. Is that true? That can't be, because that's where Derek's from. Everything's tying up this episode, mm. and Derek is a honey, to be fair, as well. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Um, yeah, anyway, Doncaster. Yeah, sorry about that. Sorry, that Nottingham must be furious that Doncaster got that. Yeah. So.
2: <laughs> After everything we've done for the brand.
1: Oh dear. Talking of the uh, the Robin Hood brand, we're going to go and enhance it, aren't we? On the uh, 30th. oh yeah Halloween. By uh, yeah, it's going to be Halloween. It's attending first. Nottingham Game City which only one life left call Nottingham, Nottingham game, game City you have yep, had that confirmed But um, that's fine cuz we do what we want and
0: on the Friday night we will be doing video game karaoke Mario karaoke 9 Mario karaoke we're on at 9 o'clock sharp are we? Shut quite late for us. That is oh, It is late. You know why, don't we? We're on after Bittle. Oh, for ah. God's sake, again. And, 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 and you know what he's like? He's like, I don't Are want
2: you? any other event. You know, no. I was, was I won't me? go on after I, seven o'clock.
0: Exactly. I, I
1: shouldn't be saying this, really, because, because uh, you know, this is bigging up his event. But right. I was chatting to Bittle about oh, yeah. this the other night. Right. Mm. Apparently he's got canapes.
2: What? Has he? Yes. <laughs> Let's go and eat all his canapes he's and then canapes. sing.
0: Canapes. Right, well we've got um what's what's better than canapes? actual, like actual food. food. Yeah, we've exactly. Got steak.
2: Have, yeah. If we've got a cow, you can just yeah, slice something. Exactly, off just
0: give a lick a cow <laughs> at our uh event. Yeah, nine It's gonna be good. Um we've got loads of songs now, Nottingham. Yeah. Remember last time you saw us? How many did oh, we, we have? we yeah. had like about forty 50, songs, didn't I think we? We had about forty songs last time. Now we've got
1: hundred and twenty six. <laughs>
2: We'll have more
1: by Nottingham. Um, You owe us one, Gantus. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But we'll have a a few more.
2: Are we going to have some scary ones? Because it is Halloween.
1: We do. Uh, One of our contributors has written a song about alien isolation
0: already.
2: And are we going to encourage people to dress up?
0: Yeah, I mean, put some clothes on. (laughs) I mean, let's start the night like that, shall we?
2: Who knows yeah, how it exactly, ends? Yeah.
1: Rule anything out. OK, it's time for our second or third feature of the show. Third feature. Uh, this is Super Roger World.
6: Let's see. About ten years ago, my agent pointed out to me that I should be aiming to appear in more open world games. And as much as it would be admitting that I was essentially beyond starring roles, I have to say that I could do with the money as one of the walls of my bedsit had recently collapsed, killing one of my cats and leaving me dangerously exposed to the elements. You see, appearing in an open world game is literally a full-time job, and in the same way that Big Brother and I'm a Celebrity can only get the dregs of so-called celebrities, open world games are full of actors so desperate to work that they're willing to put aside vast amounts of time under the scrutiny of the player. Bethesda essentially asked me to man a potion shop in Skyrim for a full year in real time to make sure that, if the player character dropped in on my life at any point, I would be doing something interesting. The most frustrating thing is that, when playing the game, most players would take an instant dislike to me, murder me and steal all my potions, undermining my year of hard work. It was poorly paid, time consuming and artistically bereft, but let's call it a learning experience. After all, I'm still getting work. Off the back of my time in Skyrim, I got a job as a shopkeeper in Destiny, a 500 million dollar game which, as we all know, can be finished in just under 28 minutes, and which required me to be on set for 90 seconds. (laughs) Ka-ching!
0: So, Simon, how's, uh, how's your, how are your observations going about how professional we are? Yeah?
4: Very
0: well. so, I mean, you know, I, I think all radio shows uh, are, are exactly like that, you know, on it's the fun. money, ready to go, all, <laughs> not talking inappropriately just as a
1: feature ends. All radio shows should, should include a moment where someone shouts, who's your
0: HR rep? <laughs>
4: <laughs> and then you
1: notice there's, uh, there's dead air. We are One Life Left. We are a radio show mostly about video games. That was Super Roger World, and this is our review section.
0: So, who's been playing any video games? Well, I've been playing Alien Isolation, which I've told you all about. It, oh. Yeah, but I haven't played an hour of it so far. But uh, yeah, um, there's a tremendous sense of foreboding. Um, I hope that there's Was alien in it, otherwise it's just a joke that everyone's played on me. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it looks nice. It's on PlayStation 4, very pretty.
2: But there is a tremendous sense of foreboding, though. There is, yeah, because you know
0: that, that there is an alien on the ship. So, yeah, uh, uh, it's unusually... The other the previous alien games have been um, usually sort of shooty games with predators in or games that um, the developer that was paid to make it hasn't been bothered to make itself and has sub- some <laughs> subcontracted it out. Um <laughs> This one, though, has been made by the Creative Assembly, who are more uh, known for their strategy games than their first-person survival horrors. um, Does it show? It's been written by a friend of the show, Will Porter. Oh. Um, And so the story ties in. You play Ripley's daughter, sent sent on a mission for the company. Stuff goes wrong. Um, And uh, now I'm I'm alone, or in in theory alone, on a space station and... uh,
1: if I was Ripley's daughter, I'd be
0: staying out of space. Exactly. Yeah. You see what? Yeah. Although, yeah. I mean, she said she's not seen what's happened to her mum, but oh. I mean, that, that's in Alien Three, isn't it? She's seen it by now. It's exactly. been out ages, and you can get it on probably get it on Netflix. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm enjoying it. It's a very different type of game. Um, so uh, very atmospheric. Um, yeah, I know it's going to scare the pants out off me
2: out of out you. It's going to scare <laughs> the pants out of you. Yeah,
0: me. exactly. Um Which wow. won't be nice for anybody.
2: That's quite an endorsement. People those
0: watching me playing it. Seven out of ten. and what have you been playing? Um,
2: so I started playing this uh, a little while ago and then I picked it up again this week. Uh, it is 12. Oh, I want to play that. By But I don't want to buy it. Um <laughs> 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 so have Okay, I mean you can you can borrow my copy if you want. No, no, it doesn't really I will transfer. Get it. I will get it. um, yeah, it's good. I was having a lovely time doing it, and then I read that it was a kid's maths game, and yes. I thought, am I learning? <laughs> I shouldn't be learning whilst I'm playing. Uh, so you are the number twelve, and you go about you go you go around, uh, and you have to uh, pick up numbers. Certain numbers can do uh, certain things, like. Uh, what's that? Like the number nine can jump really high. Uh, and so you go and you pick up these numbers and you take them with you and then you find this uh, little machine that is either um, an adding or a subtracting machine or whatever. Uh, and then you inc- add the number to to you and then you the number 12 minus minus three, uh, three becomes a nine and then you can jump really high and then you find the next one for when you have to do the next little thing. Um, it's really good. It's lovely. Although maths is hard. <laughs> Sometimes maths is hard. Um, yeah, I had a nice time. Uh, 7 out of 10.
0: Alistair.
5: Yes. What have you been playing? Um, I've been playing
0: mostly iPhone games, I'm afraid to say. It's fine. Uh, Anne just literally reviewed one herself.
2: Oh, it's actually on cool. a pad. It's not available on the iPhone. iPad? Yeah. Have you got an iPad? It's now? an iPad mini. How long have you had Ooh, this that for? Is mini. Oh, I've actually borrowed it. Whose is it? Oh, it's Matt.
0: Okay. What's it got on it?
2: It's for me to know.
0: Okay, so you've been playing iPhone games. Which Yeah. What have you
5: been playing? Uh this week I've been playing Inferno Two, which is a kind it's a bit like sort of gauntlet, only just with only not looking
1: things. It's okay. by Radiant games. It is, it? yeah. Mm. I, I like I like his games. Yeah, me too. He, They're he, pretty cool. They've all got a very similar sort of Uh, Aesthetic, haven't they? Yes. They're all
5: kind of uh, shiny. Neony, y stuff.
1: Um, I like them too. But it's like, yeah, go around
5: a maze-ish level, there's hidden stuff. You can upgrade and get different bullet types and switch them as you go through the level. Little drones follow you around, there's missiles and cool stuff like that, keys and what have you. Seven out of ten. Good job.
1: So I was going to review Pix the Cat. So oh,
0: yeah, yeah. oh no! Yeah.
2: But I've heard of it because it says cat.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's free on PSN at the moment. Um, and but it's only on PS4. That's right. Yeah. Only on. That's PS4. why I haven't played. It's not on Vita as well. I think I it is on Vita as those. well. I don't have one. It's not
0: on of Matt's those. iPad. It's not Matt's iPad. Basically. It's yeah. Not so I was going to review that. Um, I have.
1: <laughs> interesting feelings mixed feelings so maybe one of you can try and play that for next week and we can talk about it then because I just remembered that I really 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 want to review Road Not Taken
0: oh yeah this is from the man what did uh, Triple Town Triple Town from
1: Spry Fox from uh, Dan Cook. Now, have any of you played Road Not Taken? No. No. Nope. Right. You're
2: the authority, Steve. That
1: doesn't surprise me. I'm worried about it. I'm worried about how many people have played it. And the reason I'm worried about it is because I think... I don't play favourites, but I think it's my favourite game I've played this year. I think it's phenomenal, uh, Road Not Taken. It is a uh, triple town style turn-based game in which you move... Uh, to try and rescue children from a forest. Why? Because the children have gone out there to pick berries. What, you'd leave them there, Anne, would you?
2: Why, idiots, don't go into a forest. What's the first rule? Don't go into a forest. It's interesting
1: you say that because uh, it's a roguelike. These levels are generated for you. And uh, every turn you move, essentially, and complete an action, you lose a little bit of health. And it is up to you. At any point, you can turn around and go... Yeah, Freda can't save the children, to the mayor. Good. And he kind of shrugs and he goes, Yeah, well, that's a bit sad. That was kind of my cousin's daughter, but I get it. And then you go back and that's it. You've only saved three out of five children. Then next year, uh, you try again and you keep trying. Each year, you get things from the woods. The mayor may give you some money for rescuing things and you can use that to um, give to people. You can use the berries or the rice or the coins to give to people in your hometown and uh, curry their favour, potentially persuade them to love you. And if they love you a lot, they'll tell oh. you things, and if they love you even more, they'll marry you. Oh. But it gets progressively harder once you're married to, um, to impress them. You may be tempted oh. to go and impress another person in the village as well. No. You may be tempted. You shouldn't um, be. It is an incredibly beautiful, clever, systemic Video games, some of the ways the objects interact, because it's basically a match three. You have to discover how matching three or four or five of these objects in the uh, grid-based puzzle how that affects your your game. Um, there's a lot of metaphors. It's all based around Robert Frost's poem "The Road Not Taken," and I found it incredibly touching. Um, I looked, I made the mistake of immediately going online to see what other people had thought and they all said, it's rubbish is not as good as Triple Town. I don't get it, the systems don't make sense, it's very complicated, I'm having to think, I hate it. So, uh, which was depressing, and I'm as uh, sad for uh, Dan Cook and Spryfox at the reception of that game, or at least the reception that I've seen, as I was for Niflis, and the brilliant, equally brilliant Knit Underground, which was also a right, game too so, intelligent for review. So
0: both of those games have got the problem in that they are essentially free, and therefore you will not give them the benefit mm. of the you, know, you have nothing invested in them, and that and that I think is a real issue. Quite possible. Um, yeah, you know, uh, sure. PlayStation Plus isn't actually free, but it does feel like these games you are getting are for free, and particularly when it's one that you've not heard of and one that, you're, that you don't feel invested in, in in any way, I think can it, 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 just seem, it mm. feels like it has to work a lot harder in order to win you over. I, 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 see. I've, PlayStation Plus has meant that I've got a list on, on PlayStation that is growing mm. of games I've not played, and, and that's on, on one of them, and I, I, I wasn't going to get around to it until I heard you. Talk about it. Oh, you'll I it. You'll hate
1: it. You'll well, hate it.
0: I quite like. <laughs> I quite like. I quite like Triple Town.
1: I, I guess. Um, what impressed me is right from the start it's clearly a difficult game. I mean difficult on several levels it gets very very punishingly hard and that's you know part of the emotional resonance comes from that but also difficult as in it doesn't give you things, it doesn't tell you what to do it doesn't begin with a long tutorial it just drops you there and says work this stuff out and for me that's the sort of thing I like about video games. You know I like spending that two hours that I've got exploring the systems and learning things and having to think I think a lot of other people don't and that's you're right when it's free some people will just just want, every, want that instant reward. It's not an instantly rewarding game, but it is fascinating, interesting and compelling um, and it's a solid 7 out of 10.
0: Well, you've convinced me, Steve, and awesome. uh, I hopefully it will convince the listeners too. <laughs>
1: left on Residence 104.4 FM thank you for staying with us tonight throughout our technical glitches we have had a good time being back together it's good we? to have you back Steve
2: yeah
0: well,
1: it's good to be back
0: when are we going to uh, see you so we should announce the next day for Thursday is actually Thursday Wednesday it's on the 19th of November it's Wednesday it's Wednesday, Wednesday put that in your diaries now Alistair we'll see you there will we probably not yeah. <laughs> good well, enough, well done maybe. it's clear you've not listened to the show before because what, what guests tend to do is they, is they tend to come on and lie i yeah. uh, to oh, yeah, okay. see you there lie Are yeah. will well, be there Simon, you'll be there, won't you? Yes, of course. Have you learned anything? Uh,
4: yes, yes. Uh,
1: yeah, the
0: radio can be a bit weird sometimes when you don't know what you're doing. Excellent. I think <laughs> that's a good time place and to end. We uh, will thanks s- for listening. See you next Monday. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.